0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com.
1: Hi, this is Shane.
0: And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen? A podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen.
1: And today we're discussing... Wait, you've never seen Watchmen?
0: The longest movie ever made? So long.
1: Now, in my defense...
0: And we skipped through some of it.
1: Right, so well, there's...
0: Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: So, there's the regular movie, The Watchmen, and then there's a, a an anime that's about a short, maybe 30-minute long anime that, uh that was cut it was cut into what we were watching which was called the the ultimate version the ultimate cut so it was three and a half hours long but we only watched three hours of it so it could, only. it could have been longer <laughs> anyway
0: so um, up front trigger warnings there is so much gore so much gore
1: alone. yeah ridi- like, ridiculous amounts of gore.
0: Um, a prisoner gets burned alive with fryer grease. I I literally could not look until it was off the screen. It was it was too much.
1: That was pretty. That was pretty ridiculous.
0: Um, there's some attempted rape and assault, and they also use the R word and the homophobic F word, which are from terrible people. So it's kind of expected, but it's still terrible.
1: These aren't great people. Right.
0: It's like see, I'm gonna bring Star Trek into it. It's like in Discovery when um, Evil Giorgio was um, sexually harassing um, Stamets yeah. and Culber. Mm-hmm. It's like she shouldn't be doing that, but she's Evil Giorgio She like commits genocide. Sexual harassment is the least of what she does.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is on. This is on model.
0: Yes. On brand.
1: On brand. So what three things did you expect from this movie? You're already laughing.
0: I expected superheroes. Okay. I expected some sort of time travel or time bending because of the watch.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Or And or I expected some sort of next generation episode titled... Who watches the Watchers, which is what they were spray painting on at the very beginning. They were spray painting it like vandalizing the storefront, and it said, there "Who was... watches the Watchers." That's when I was like, "I knew it."
1: Who? Wa- they didn't finish it. It was who watches? Who watches the Watchmen?
0: Oh, well, close enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, so that episode is um, of Next Generation is where the Federation observes like a. A species of proto Vulcans, like oh, from right. behind a hologram, sort of deer blind. blind or duck blind. Yeah. yeah. So I figured that that might be like some sort of team who observes what happens and just sort of documents it, you know, for for their own people or whatever. I don't yeah. know.
1: Did you expect to like it, and what's your rating?
0: Well, superhero movies have been kind of growing on me. We've been watching the Marvel movies,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: are enjoyable, but I'm still not 100% sold on them, so this one I'm giving 2.5 to start out with. Okay. <laughs> and my one sentence TV Guide Summary, are you ready? I'm ready. The Watchmen spend the whole movie rebranding themselves into the Watch people because they have one woman in their ranks now. <laughs>
1: That's right. When the, so the the first group was called the Minutemen, right? Even though the first Siluxpector was in the the Minutemen.
0: Yes, and there was another woman. I think a uh, silhouette, or was that a different?
1: Yeah, silhouette. She yeah. She got murdered though before we really before we really get to know her.
0: True. So anyway, yes. Watch people. <laughs> Watch
1: people. Yeah, as I'm, as I'm watching this with you, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, the only reason a woman, like, they have to justify every woman that's in, is on the screen, like, uh, like the Silk Spectre 2, like, she's there to be an object of desire. You right,
0: know? right. <laughs> and while I appreciate that they remodeled or re-envisioned the original Silk Spectre, Sally. Um, her yellow nightie with, like, you could see her underwear with her <laughs> garters and thigh-high style. Like, they did some reimagining on that, but they could have done better. Because it looked like the second Silk Spectre, Lori, I think, right? Lori, yeah. Jupiter. She was basically just wearing plastic. Like, it could have just yeah. looked better. Even if it was still sort of the same form or same kind of design it just could have been better material
1: that's true well it almost looked like that um th- that like that vinyl
0: yes but like
1: lady gaga will show up like wearing wearing that sometimes she needs cooking oil she needs like that spray cooking oil to like get the gloves <laughs> on because it's just impossible any other way to get them on yes ah <sighs> Yeah, I'm not saying this isn't a problematic one. So, would you like to hear the IMDb?
0: Would I like to hear the IMDb of Watch People?
1: Yes. (laughs) In 1985, where former superheroes exist, the murder of a colleague sends active vigilante Rorschach into his own sprawling investigation, uncovering something that could completely change the course of history as we know it.
0: Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> mm. It was it was so... Okay, we'll get so, into it.
1: Right, so I was going to ask you, so what do you think of it now? What's your stars?
0: So there were superheroes.
1: <laughs>
0: there was sort of time travel, time bending. I mean, both in presentation of the story where we, would, we had a lot of flashbacks to where it was almost... It was definitely confusing to me, like it does make sense in a couple of respects so like the way they were presenting the story was we're in 1985 but here's a flashback to the 1940 Minutemen and then here's something that was happening here's JFK's assassination and here's this thing that happened during Vietnam and then here's this thing but it wasn't it wasn't a linear thing that led up to 1985, it was here's 1985 and now here's 1940 and here's 1985 and here's 1972 and then 1979 and then 1985. Like, so sort of time travel, but sort of not time travel. And then also, the blue guy.
1: Dr. Manhattan. Dr.
0: Manhattan. He had the ability to see all time, like the way he perceives time is sort of... Sort of time travel-y, I guess. Because it's just one thing.
1: Like He's experiencing what happened in 1959 as well as what's going to happen next week. Yes. And what's happening currently and everything in between. He's experiencing all of that all at once, all the time.
0: But only for him, not for all of humanity, right?
1: Correct, yeah. He can only see his own uh, past and future.
0: Yes. So... My opinion has changed a little. If this movie okay, as the movie is, I have to give it two stars. Uh, it was long it was and long. confusing. I feel like it could have been better um, if, if it had changed if you, like if it was shorter and it did this in a linear fit, but that's a completely different movie. So, I think this movie just isn't my cup of tea. It's too confusing for me to hold it all together. Understood. Yes. So, my TV guide summary was not even close to being right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I will say something I did like about the movie was the music. It was very good. It started out with like Bob Dylan, and then you get who does Sound of Silence?
1: Simon and Garfunkel.
0: Simon and Garfunkel, and then um, all along the watchtower, which is Hendrix, the, right?
1: Well, it's a Bob Dylan song, but it was re, it was um,
0: repopularized.
1: Well, um, it was rearranged by uh, oh. Jimi Hendrix.
0: Okay. Um, which I thought, um, oh, the times they are a changing. Uh huh. And
1: Time.
0: Then all along. The watch tower.
1: Oh, I see what they did there.
0: I can't figure out Sound of Silence, though.
1: Well, th- that was during the comedian's funeral. And by the way, could they have made more references to, Yeah, life's just a joke. Things aren't funny anymore because the comedian's dead.
0: <laughs> About as many times as a character said, I'll be seeing you. Like, they all said that to each other every time they left. i am seen you. Like, jazz it up a little, y'all. Um, okay, I have a question. All right. Is Does this movie occur in some sort of alternate universe? I believe it does. Because when they're at the restaurant, a lady orders a four-legged chicken.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um... There are blimps over New York City. Mm-hmm. I, I paused it to ask you if I was in fact seeing blimps because the original design for the Empire State building was to be a port for blimps or airships or had whatever. That
1: big mask so you could like you could tie up your blimp.
0: I think you're just making that
1: part. No, that's a real thing.
0: Oh. <laughs> so I'm like there would I dunno. I've never been to New York, so maybe they let blimps fly over New York all the time. No. But, and then also, Richard Nixon runs for a third term? Like, this has to be an alternate universe.
1: He's president five times. So, this, all, all these different things, and also, um, uh, Adrian Veidt, the, the main bad guy, Uh at the very end, he has that really cool, like, blue striped cat with, like, the strange antenna.
0: Yeah, it kind of looked like a combination of a, of a, a white tiger a Siberian tiger is that what they're called and uh, Loki with his horns <laughs> like that,
1: you know? yes um, so and the four-legged chicken so when John when dr. Manhattan shows up he has all these ideas to change the world mm-hmm. they, they didn't really go into it um, the comic book this comic book series that this is ba- this movie is based on, goes into more detail and explains that uh, genetic engineering is just off the charts amazing like that's why you have those cool why Adrian Veidt had his cool little cat creature
0: Oh.
1: that's why there's four legged chickens Um, they're looking for alternative energy sources like that's pretty well established in it even Rorschach's Mask the way it's like constantly. I really liked
0: that. That was was, a good effect. (laughs) It's
1: beautiful. It's beautiful for like. I really like I I I like Rorschach, but, gosh, just a troubled troubled human being. Oh
0: yeah, definitely (laughs) very
1: really problematic. But I love the whole look and everything, and even that um, that fabric has has its ties in, a technology that Doctor Manhattan developed. So basically and then there's um, Archie the the flying owl ship, you know? I thought
0: that was, I thought that was cute because it kind of looked like binoculars until they said Archie it's like an owl and then I'm like, of course it's the it's the owl guys it's the owl guys Night ship. Owl. Yeah. <laughs> His patrol car.
1: Um <laughs> right. So that the world of watchmen has you're able to have like a strange you know like a flying ship like that again because um technology was was pushed you know was pushed forward by all these different things that uh dr manhattan was able to give the world
0: and like people are just totally cool with like Hey, we're gonna invite this blue dude to um to our functions, and like nobody's all. Hey, this guy's sort of out of place. Like everybody knows about Doctor Manhattan and that he's a thing, and like nobody's gonna be like. Get away from me, strange man! They'll you know walk. Hey, how you doing, Doctor Manhattan? You know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> well, it would be like um. It'd be like inviting Madonna or or Oprah over. Everyone knows. Who they are, and while they're in the room, everyone would be like staring at Oprah, like <laughs> look, it's Oprah, it's Oprah, don't look now, but it's Oprah, it's Oprah, is right over there. Be cool, <laughs> be cool, be cool, be cool. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna look at it real quick. She saw me looking at it. She saw me <laughs> looking at it. I imagine it would be like that if, in, and more so if you're a glowing blue man. Everything is lit up blue in the room <laughs> because of his presence.
0: But he can turn it down. Because like when he went on TV, they were like, we don't have time for makeup. He's too bright. He's not going to show up on the camera. So he and just he dials down dials his down dimmer his switch or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really like the character of Dr. Manhattan.
0: I was for a split second going to ask you if the president was meeting with a representative from the Blue Man Group <laughs> before I knew who he was. <laughs> So, tell me what you like about Dr. Manhattan.
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I, love, he, I love that he can, he, he can do anything. He lives outside of time. And he doesn't feel... N- number one reason I, I, I'm jealous of Dr. Manhattan is that he doesn't feel fear anymore. As someone who has a lot of anxiety... It's very appealing to just be like, yeah. So, I kind of, I kind of know everything. I know about neutrinos that are on the edge of the universe, and I, I'm aware of, you know, I'm aware of what the weather is going to be next week. Buy and, an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Rorschach has just broke into a military complex. And he's going to leave disappointed because he's not going to get the news that he wants. (laughs) Like just to sort of. Anyway.
0: See, I was I was on, Team Manhattan Mm -hmm. until he'd like told his sad little story, and he was like, "Um, you know, I was attracted to Lori, and she was younger, and what's her name? His old girlfriend, Ginny Slater." Something it's Slater.
1: Like.
0: Um she was yelling at him like it's because I'm getting older and he was like, Yeah, yeah, that's why and I'm like like I get that that you're basically like have no compassion for humans anymore. That
1: does suck. That was yeah. a little
0: cold hearted. <clears throat> like
1: yeah.
0: I mean that was that was data esque from next generation where he tries to have a girlfriend and he just can't because he's just not capable. Right. So yeah, I would like he's trying to save the world all for that still kind of a dick
1: yeah I don't think I don't even, I don't even understand why he's interested in having a personal relationship
0: because that's his only link to humanity. He said it like 47 times
1: <laughs>
0: did you know that Lori was his only link to humanity. <laughs>
1: That was a sweet, don't you think that was kind of a sweet thing that he said to her on Mars?
0: That puts a (laughs) lot of responsibility on her, though. Like, she has to be this thing for this one man, and he's going to save the universe, so she has to dedicate all of her everything to him so he doesn't flip out (laughs) and go off to Jupiter next, or whatever.
1: Well, he did say that he was going to go maybe create life in some other galaxy, because this one... This one confuses him so much.
0: Well, good. Go away. Maybe come back a hundred years, stop at Mars, and just kind of look. See where everybody's at.
1: So, can we talk about vigilantes? We can. So, vigilanteism is obviously a big part of this this movie, there's a group. do you know who Curtis Lewa is? Mm-mm. He's kind of, he's kind of like a low level like it's weird to call a guy like this a hero. He is a hero. Um, he started something called The Guardian Angels in 1979. The Guardian Angels, which is a nonprofit international volunteer organization of unarmed crime prevention vigilantes. So this is what he would do. Now, he enjoys beating the crap out of people.
0: This Curtis guy.
1: Curtis Sliwa. So he would ride the subway home every night in New York City. Uh, And this is in the 1970s when, you know, crime is just, you know, New York was just a cesspool. um, And crime was just everywhere. And it was dangerous to be on the subways at night so he he uh he was a manager at a fast food place in uh he had third shift, so he'd be coming home in the middle of the night and i think the uh the last car there's three there's three cars on a on a subway mm-hmm. he would sit in the last he would sit in the last subway car because that's typically where like you know um where ruffians would Mhm. Excuse me. <clears throat> that's where the ruffians would hang out. So he would purposely go back there and then, you know, he was sitting there in his like short sleeve McDonald's or Burger King shirt or whatever, and people would give him a hard time, and he would use it as an excuse to beat the crap out of them. <laughs> wow. Now so this evolved into so he enjoys inflicting pain on bad people. So this evolved into this, and whole, this is a
0: real thing that happened, not and not another comic book.
1: No, no, Curtis Lee was a real, a real guy, and the guardian guardian angels are real people. They wear these red berets, and I think it was a red jacket, maybe, uh-huh. and it says guardian angels on them. And basically, you're there to. Protect you know without weapons, you're a you're there to protect people from um, from violent criminals. You know they would intercede if someone was getting you know getting harassed on the subway, uh, things like this. And it just took off. And it at first at first it was like oh well we can't have vigilantes and this is wrong. It's like well yeah no one else is doing anything about this crime so. I think now um they settled it in, in the 80s. I think at a certain point they settled into a moment of like, okay, we can accept this to a certain degree. I can't remember, was it Ed Ed Koch in New York City? Anyway. So yeah, vigilantes, real thing.
0: When you said guardian angels, I thought you were going to talk about a completely different thing, um which I'm not sure if this if this has a specific name or if it's just part of the hell's angels where you can you being one of the bikers um volunteer to be part of this group that goes around and protects kids who get bullied like they'll escort them to school and just kind of stand there and look scary yeah um they do they do it especially with kids that are that are being abused and maybe like they're scared that the The non custodial parent might show up and like try to take them away or something like that. Wow. So, um, I saw a few news stories about it maybe a year ago, a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I mean, bikers don't have a good reputation. I mean, here in Texas, there was just a shootout at some Twin Peaks restaurant like a couple years ago. A bunch of bikers killed each other. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah. They do get a bit of a bad reputation, so it it makes me happy to see them helping helping children, especially in a way that only they could. <laughs> if
1: their superpower is being scary, they can use their scariness exactly. Uh, for good. Yeah.
0: So, can we talk about when the so um, Night Owl and Silk? Silk Silk Spectre are flying over town, Mm -hmm. and they see the building that's on fire. Right. And they go to rescue the people. Mm -hmm. Silk Spectre's trying to get them on on Archie. Mm -hmm. And one of the little girls goes, Mommy, is he Jesus? Are you kidding me? Jesus.
1: (laughs) There's lots of... Religious iconography all all through this, like when Doctor Manhattan appears, like he appears like with his arms out and his legs, his feet sort of together and his head up, like a
0: like Christ the Redeemer.
1: Well, I'm almost thinking of it more of like a it was almost like a like a he's he's literally John the the former human being John, uh sort of was sacrificed and and. Became, you know, came back from the dead as this godlike creature.
0: It's right. almost
1: more like a um, crucifixion. Um, I don't know.
0: Resurrection. Yeah,
1: crucifixion, resurrection kind of situation. Um, and yeah, the Wally Wally Weaver, John's friend, uh-huh. has that whole like little speech where he says. Um, <laughs> where he talks about the idea of John essentially being God. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how how that might make you feel crazy, but no, it just means that... It's just such an amazing, ridiculous idea that there's this being who can do all of these amazing things. Right. Like, it fights... Your, your rational brain fights against that. I think one of the things that the the... Um, the creators of Watchmen, the writer uh, Alan Moore and artist uh, Dave uh, Gibson, they would sit around and they said, "Well, if we live in a if there's a world where there's superheroes that are like, you know, Batman and Robin, where you don't really have actual superpowers, if there was a world like that, and you have these, you know, essentially vigilantes." Um, what if a real superhero did show up? Like, how would that change? Like, they wanted a realistic version of how would everything change? Because everything everything would change and I think it's a little, it's a little more realistic. Like, there isn't really, like with Superman, the world of um, uh, the world of Superman things change I guess, but like we didn't learn, we didn't Learn all that much from Superman. We didn't somehow. We couldn't take what he is and turn it into technology, you know? Mm hmm. Anyway. <clears throat>
0: so, I wrote down at the very end: Of course, the villain explains the master plan at the mm-hmm. end of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then, literally, right after I had stopped writing, he's uh. like, Do you think I'd tell you my plan if there was any <laughs> chance of you affecting it? And I'm like, Ugh, foiled again.
1: Yeah, did you expect. Like, that ending was pretty wild.
0: There was a lot. There was a lot.
1: Like, millions of people. Millions of people dying.
0: Yeah, like, I get the whole. Needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, but you Are just like decimated, destroyed like half of half of New York, or I can't even remember where it was.
1: Yeah, it was like New York, Moscow, uh, London, big cities all over. And then at the um, at the very end, though, Rorschach, see, you gotta you gotta admire Rorschach because he's like he's like. A man of his convictions, even though he knows it's going to lead to his own death, mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan's just going to have to kill him because he can't let this secret out. And then, of course, Rorschach delivered his own, his private journal to, like, that wacky right-wing uh, oh, newspaper. Right. Mm-hmm. So the truth will, presumably, will get out.
0: Did you notice when Doctor Manhattan killed Rorschach that his um, his blood pattern was in the snow? It was basically like a an ink blot. I thought that was, it was
1: a Rorschach I pattern. thought that
0: was very interesting.
1: And it was almost when um, there's certain Rorschach. I like sometimes it would you would get his emotions. Mm-hmm. Like when something surprising was happening, you could almost see like a circle around right. his mouth,
0: or like smiling, or yeah,
1: yeah, or yeah, or when he was angry, there was just lots and lots of action. It was lots of big swirls and whatnot. There's one famous Rorschach print that's, um, I, I believe it's called. Um, it looks like two people like, like together. And it's like the
0: or does it?
1: <laughs> it has a name like the, um, the couple, the something couple, the the entwined entwined figures or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, in the uh, in the comic books, it um, that Rorschach... they use uh, Rorschach prints, um, and his. His visits with a doctor uh-huh. to sort of go back and tell stories. So the, there's the two couples. I mean, sorry, the two the two people mm-hmm. like being intimate in the ink and then he talks about how his mother was um, was a prostitute.
0: Oh, uh huh.
1: And then the 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 story with those dogs, the horrible thing with the dogs and the little oh, yeah uh, the little missing good. girl. Um, there's a Rorschach print that would tell that story
0: oh i see
1: so real briefly if i can if i may Mm -hmm. like the the difference between the the comic book and the movie here is just it's it was so lovingly recreated oh really like there yeah sometimes it was like shot for shot like yep that's exactly that's exactly how it was in the book a lot of the costume designs they kind of played with a little bit, which I don't really think they needed to do because they didn't want it to look too, too dated. Even though they're doing yeah. a, they're doing something that was set in 1985, and there are certain things that look like 1985. They just wanted the the costumes to look a little cooler, I guess. You know? Gotcha. But um, yeah, and the the whole st- the whole story was pretty much exactly the same the way that everyone dies at the end is 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 different and would just would be ridiculous if they tried to do it in the movie um, they they caused all of these like ridiculous creatures to just um, <laughs> to just get sort of teleported to the middle of the city so there'd be this this weird purple squid uh, with antennas all over the place. hmm And for some reason, its existence <laughs> caused everyone to die. It was oh, just,
0: instead of those blue explosion instead things? Instead of the blue
1: explosions, it was all, like, purple antennas, or uh, 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 tentacles everywhere.
0: Huh. Yeah, that would have been less believable. I mean, <clears throat> blue exploding balls are not believable as well. You know what I'm saying.
1: We've already established, you know, that that... We know that this is something Dr. Manhattan can do. That, you know, the, right. the teleporting energy signature thing. So, it fits.
0: Yes. So, Bechtel test.
1: Oh. Can I just say one more thing? Yes. Um, so, The Watchman was, is the only graphic novel to appear on Time's 2005 all-time 100 greatest novels list. Really? Yep.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, I don't even know why they're calling it a novel exactly. But there are... You know how in the book... Uh, sorry, in the um, in the movie, Hollis... Hollis Mason was the older uh, night owl?
0: Oh. Uh, the, I didn't know that, but thank you for telling me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, it, it's, it's a confusing story. Um... So it, so he writes this book called Under the Hood or something like that. Uh-huh. Like, hood. He's a mechanic. And under the hood, like... Gotcha. I'm a hooded vigilante. Anyway. So he wrote this book. And in the... the, um, In the comic book, when they did the Hollis Mason, you know, story, they put, like, about ten pages of, like what the actual novel you're actually reading his book for like 10 pages
0: weird
1: and it looked just like you know it was set up just like a real you know a real book would be
0: that's interesting yeah it seemed like there was a lot crammed into this it could almost have been
1: like a like a trilogy
0: yeah or it would have been better if it was separate movies, or at least like um, more clear cut, here's the movie, here's the anime, here's what's his name's book. Like, you see what I'm saying? Um, the way everything was all interconnected was very confusing for me.
1: I understand. I might have.
0: Did I mention it was confusing? Maybe a <laughs> time or twelve.
1: So in the comic book, when Doctor Manhattan was doing his Weird time thing, it would say you know nineteen fifty nine, blah blah blah, the the little box that has the date and the time, it has it's all like light blue back there, so you know okay, we're dealing with Doctor uh, Manhattan's weirdness right now, that, and you yeah. know from the you have little visual clues of what's going on.
0: Yeah, that that
1: would have been helpful. So so I can accept. Okay, now we're in Vietnam. Now we're over here. Now we're doing all these weird things. I could I accept see. it a little, a little more.
0: Are you ready for the Bechtel
1: test? It's got to... Uh, oh I, I, the are the only way it could pass. I think is between um uh the Silk Spectre one and two.
0: Yes, I thought they talked about her father. Um. I talked about Eddie, the comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked it up on the Bechdel Test website, and it said they talked about other stuff too. So maybe I just forgot to write it down.
1: Well, there's that little that that little porno thing that. Um, oh the mother yeah. Did. Oh look, and she's like, "Ma, mother, this is disgusting." That's oh.
0: right. I forgot <laughs> about that. So yeah.
1: Even though a guy gave it to her, they still say things. Yes. That are about the book and. Yes. How gross it is. <laughs> Are there any pop culture references you now understand?
0: Not really. I mean, this this hasn't really been on my radar at all, so mm. I don't know that I don't even know that I would recognize a reference if it like knocked me upside the head with a 2i4. So
1: <laughs> Not really. I see. So would this movie be different with today's technology?
0: I don't know, because they have—I mean—they have a flying owl car.
1: <laughs>
0: they have Doctor Manhattan, like all of this technology that he knows. So I think it might be a step backwards to use today's technology. To be honest, what do you think?
1: Well, I'm wondering with today's political climate. We're less concerned with nuclear annihilation? Less concerned. So I One wonder... One
0: tweet. One tweet uh, will send the mushroom clouds. I'm sorry, <laughs> go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just wondering what a walking powerful weapon
0: <laughs> oh, would uh-huh. do.
1: You know, I, d- I don't know if it would help you know stop school shootings or, like, you know, terrorist attacks or, you know... Police violence. Churches from being burned down or, yeah. Police violence. Because if he can... If Dr. Manhattan is able to stop nuclear weapons in the sky, multiple ones, not all of them, but, like, you know, hundreds at once, presumably, couldn't he stop bullets from guns... (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, in
1: many different places.
0: But they said they could. He couldn't be everywhere at once, though, so he wouldn't be able to stop everything. Yeah, that is his kryptonite—not being everywhere at once. Not being everywhere at
1: once—that's <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a weakness.
0: Anything else?
1: I think that's it.
0: So you can find us on a bunch of platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. You can find other great shows on there like Captain Game Show, Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast, World War G, Trial by Pilot, and a few others. As for us, just go to WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com to find links, social media, and contact information.
1: Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching The Philadelphia Story. Yay! Thanks for listening. Okay, she's playing with her toy now.
0: Why are you like this?
1: We're literally almost done.